0: upgrade your mind, and reclaim your life. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Beyond the Body. I am your host, Christina Slater. And today's episode, we are joined by Brittany Burgess.
1: Hello, hello, everybody.
0: (laughs) So today's topic is a really fun one. We're going to be discussing masculine and feminine energy and kind of how those energies impact us when it comes to our relationships, our personal development, and even our fitness journey. And we're going to kind of talk about how you guys can tap into one more so than the other and kind of create a better balance for yourself. However, before we get into that on the topic of relationships, we have another exciting announcement. And of course, I'm going to let Brittany share it because Brittany's life is a hell of a lot more exciting than mine lately. Even though mine is lovely, but she's had some really cool events going on. So Brittany, tell us, tell us the, I'm just going to say it, the engagement story, because I haven't heard it yet. I mean, I've heard like bits and pieces. She did tell me pretty much right away, but I wanted to save the actual story and my reaction and everything for the podcast. So it's basically never heard before.
1: Take it away. Never. Let's... Do it, man! I keep coming at you guys with like crazy ass shit. Like I don't even know. I can't even handle it anymore. I told Ben, I'm like, no more excitement. <laughs> like no more. But yeah, pregnancy
0: a couple weeks ago, everybody. engagement in this episode. What is next?
1: <laughs> oh my god, I know, right? Yeah. So I got engaged last week. I was in Mexico to start it off. I because this is like the first question everybody always asks, but I honestly had no. Freaking idea that this was going to happen. Like, no idea. Ben and I had a conversation probably about a month ago, just with the baby and everything. Like, we've always talked about getting engaged and like whatever and starting our future. Just with the baby, I was like, honestly, Ben, it's okay. Like, I don't want to feel, you know, pressured or, you know, we have so much going on. Let's just deal with one thing at a time first. So, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I agree. Meanwhile, he had the fucking ring already. (laughs) <laughs> so I I literally thought I had, like I had no idea that this was going to happen. So it was, what day was it? It was the Wednesday that I was in Mexico last week. And the day was completely fine. Like he was completely fine the whole, even like the beginning of the trip, completely fine, not being weird, would never have guessed anything. There was no nerves. He was like acting completely like himself. The Wednesday though, during the day, He was being super weird and like he wasn't like he wasn't drinking alcohol. Like he wasn't even having like a beer at the pool. Like he wasn't even doing absolutely anything. I'd be like, Oh, do you want me to like get your drink? Like I'm getting up. He's like, Oh no, no, I'm okay. Like just water, just water. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I was like, Okay, like we're on vacation. What are you doing, buddy? Like you were drinking yesterday. Exactly. So anyway, that was the day. And then he we went up back to the room around like four o'clock and we had a plan to go watch the sunset on the beach that day. And so we were getting ready. I got ready. And it's so funny because like, I didn't know what was happening, but for some reason I had this urge to like, actually physically like really, really get ready. Like I did my makeup. I did my hair. I put on like a, a really nice dress. Like, I don't know. And you what had no idea. I had no idea. And like, as I was getting ready, you could tell Ben was like, Oh wow. Like you look really good. Like whatever. <laughs> like you could tell his like plan was like, yes, like it's working. <laughs> He's like, that's my wife. Yeah. And then he, he was taking so long to get ready. And like, I would just like to say the man is bold. Okay. Like <laughs> he doesn't really need to take long to get ready. So I ended up staying out on the balcony because I was already ready. He was taking forever. He was asking me about 400 times, like what he should wear. And like, he was like putting on different outfits and like new dress pants that he bought and like mm-hmm. all this shit. I'm like, man, just <laughs> I can't figure it out. Like, we're just going to the beach. Like what? And then, so he showered, did his thing and then he was all ready. And then right before we left, cause we already knew he already timed it. And like, we had been down to the beach, like in the evening, he knew exactly when the sun was going to set. Mm-hmm. So we had some time to kill. So he came out on the balcony and then now he grabbed himself a beer. So you could tell he was shitting himself. Yeah. So, and he was fine though. Like we were having a conversation we were talking about stuff, like totally fine. Like had no idea. And then we walked down there, we got down there. And it was funny because the beach was actually still really busy. Like there was a lot of people around and like Ben hates that shit, Mm -hmm. Like he hates if Like people are watching him or anything like that. And then obviously my dad was there and he asked, so my dad and his girlfriend were there. They were going to do their own date night thing, go watch the sunset, whatever. So we were kind of, we were both at the beach at the same time but like both in different areas. And then Ben asked my dad and then told me that like, Oh, like your dad's going to take pictures of you with his new camera and his new lens. And he's just going to play with like his camera and stuff. And I was like, okay, like that's sweet. So we got, we got up and we walked to this like part of the beach. It was a little quieter. And my dad started like taking pictures of us. But anytime, like I would turn to like pose to like take a picture, Ben was like super fidgety. And he was like pacing back and forth in the fucking sand. And I'm like, what are you like, what are you doing? Like, we came down here to take pictures. Like, why are you being weird? And then he kept, like, bending down and, like, touching his shoe. And then he'd stand up again. And then he'd, like, bend down and touch his other shoe. So he's, like, just, like, warming up his knees. Like, what knees and knees down on. And I was like, God, what the fuck is going on? And then... Like my dad's still taking pictures, but I'm like, why is my dad taking pictures? Because like, had no idea. No, oh my god, tap
0: into that (laughs) feminine energy more.
1: (laughs) Like absolutely zero idea. It was so weird. Like I don't know. I think it's just because of the conversation we had like weeks prior to that. Like it wasn't gonna happen, kind of deal. And then I have the video, so I will have to send it to you because Mm -hmm. it is so funny and watching back, I feel like an asshole, but so he, he tells me at one point to turn around and like, look at the mountains or whatever. So I did. And then I turn back around and he's on his fucking knee and he has my, he has my hand and I didn't see, so he didn't have the ring box with him because it obviously didn't fit in his pants or like without it making it look like, Hey, hello, I have a a box in my pants. (laughs) So he just had the ring, but I couldn't see the ring when he was bending, like when he was down on his knee. Like I thought he was honestly just being an ass because Ben's funny. He makes jokes. Like I thought he was just being an idiot Mm -hmm. and like faking it and like, oh, look at like, it's so funny, like blah, blah, blah. So in the video, you can tell me, I actually pull my hand away and I tell him (laughs) to get up. (laughs) And like watching now, I feel so bad, but it's actually really funny. And then I remember I saw the ring finally and it clued in and then honestly it's funny he says the same thing and the fucking guy was crying oh so he's crying and stuff and i'm like what is going on and then i blacked out man i blacked out and then ben says the same thing he's like i totally blacked out i don't really remember what happened after that like obviously like i started crying and i was like oh my god yes i was like what the hell is going on like is this real life um, but it's just really funny because in the beginning of the video, like I pull away and I'm like, get up. Like, what are you doing? Like, stop being an <laughs> idiot. And then he's like, he's still on his knee. And then, mm-hmm. and then they ended up grabbing my wrong hand because I kept trying to like walk away. He's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? I must have the whole thing. But, and then whatever, it, that was that. So it was, night. it was, it happened so quick. And like, I, like I said, like I blacked out because like, as soon as I saw it ring, I was like, oh my God, this is real life. And then my dad's like taking pictures. He's fucking crying. Ben's crying. I'm crying. Like it was a hot mess, but it was really well. And I will say he did a fabulous job because obviously I had no idea. My ring is freaking gorgeous. He knows me to a T It is absolutely beautiful. And that is my excitement. I have big, I can't, I still, it doesn't even feel real. <laughs> Aww, I love it. Shout out to Ben. Cause you're a ben killed it.
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Ben. And I love Pretty the cool. ring. It's like, not many people can like pull off a black engagement ring. And I feel like you, you literally, that is what you have to have. Like, there's no other way.
1: <laughs> and he was like, so, cause I've literally wanted a black diamond for like as long as I can remember. And he always would be like, Are you sure? Like, are you 100% sure you want a black diamond? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> like, I'm 100%, 110% sure. And like, when he, And like that's the thing. Like when you go in the stores, they don't have just like black diamonds lying around. Like you have to like kind of build the ring and like send it off. And then you don't see it until like it comes in. So Ben was freaking out because he's like, Fuck, what if it comes in and like it doesn't look like how I want it? And blah blah blah. But he just he trusted his gut and he trusted into like what I wanted and then like it worked out because I freaking love it. Like I I probably would have picked this ring myself, to be honest. (laughs) That is so cool.
0: I think it's really awesome too. I'm obviously a big of the color black as well i don't think i could pull off a black engagement ring but what do you what do you think about a a black wedding dress or are you gonna go white
1: i don't know man like i have so many there's so much going on between planning like you should see my pinterest boards right now (laughs) like between the baby baby showers wedding like all this shit like they're all over the place i think it'd be really cool to even do like like i've seen some you know, like the white wedding dresses where it like kind of ombres into like the black on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Like something like that would be really sweet. I'm totally like, I am all for non-traditional shit. So I'm all for it. I'll do anything kind of deal. Like, for example, like our food is probably going to be like food trucks. (laughs) That's a cool (laughs) idea. be so sweet. Our cake, because I'm not a huge cake fan and Ben isn't either, but I saw an idea and like, it's like, we get like a big cinnamon roll and then all our guests get mini cinnamon rolls. Oh, I like that. Because Isn't
0: honestly, that fun? Like, I feel like wedding cake is never a big hit. Like it looks so pretty, no. but no one really cares Eats about it. it that much.
1: No, like do donuts or like little cupcakes or something like something like people are going to actually eat. Right. But yeah, so that's that. That's my exciting news. I will be... And I had a bunch of people ask me too. Like, they're like, Oh, are you gonna, you know, try and get married for the baby? I'm like, What the no? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I can see like five months to freaking plan this thing. So, we're probably obviously aiming for October 2024, probably around Halloween. Oh, a Halloween wedding. That would be sick. So, that's the idea. So, baby will be at least a year and then it'll give me time to get my shit back together. And, but yeah that's that. That's my life. So much excitement going on. So much planning to do. I love it. I
0: appreciate you sharing all of that. So much excitement. And honestly, I feel like that's like such a good segue into our topic of like masculine and feminine energy. And we're going to dive into kind of like what, what that is, what that looks like. But it's funny because I, everyone, I think knows who even has any idea who I am, that like I'm 100% more masculine energy. (laughs) (laughs) But I freaking love, love, I love, love so much. And like, okay. I love hearing engagement stories and I love hearing about like happy couples. Like, there's literally like people who are like, oh my God, these people post too much on social media. I'm like, I wish my social media was all like happy couples because I love it. And I, agree. I, I think that like The Bachelor and all those shows are obviously really dumb, but I just love the idea <laughs> of like finding your soulmate. Like, I love that. <laughs>
1: so, Same. Like, like you're it's like, you're- twin flame kind of deal and like like I've been a hopeless romantic from like I I don't even know I love all the cheesy shit I love it like same with you like I give it to me like post it on social media I don't give a shit yeah too it's too funny
0: though because I, I wouldn't say for me like I'm not romantic I'm Brendan says I'm romantic in my own way but yeah. <laughs> I'm not conventionally romantic and I'm not like lovey-dovey that kind of person but yeah Ultimately, like I just love love, and I love hearing about it, and I love being in love, and that even just listening to your story makes me like just smile. Like I was smiling the whole time, like just so happy.
1: <laughs> it's just it's so fun, and like I agree. I'm not really, and like Ben's the same way too. Like we're not super lovey-dovey. We're not really lovey-dovey in public. Like we're not like the PDA couple like kind of deal. I just like I think relationships and stuff too. Like we have fun. Like I love having fun, and I love laughing. Laughing. I love- Yeah, like it's a huge thing for me sense of humor and like that's what Ben and I have and we're both weird as fuck together. We're awkward as shit together. (laughs) Like it's just it's perfect. But that's Mm -hmm. like that's what love is to me is like having somebody that you just freaking vibe with
0: Mm -hmm. me too. And someone who you can like make fun of and like laugh together and make fun of yourself with that to me is like huge. Yes. No, (laughs) we got to bring Ben on the podcast one day. (laughs) Oh my
1: God. He would be honestly a boot. I think he'd be really nervous at the hall, but I think he'd kill it.
0: I think so too. I think obviously, you know, like when you first start talking live and like in front of people virtually, it's like nerve wracking as fuck. Like it's not easy. We make it look easy, but it's not it's easy. Not. It's definitely <laughs> not.
1: <laughs> so it definitely takes practice. Um. It feels like totally. Yeah. Like it's just it to make it feel like natural. Cause like when you first start, it's like, it's not a natural thing. And I think Dan would be like, what? <laughs> but like once you start and like, you have like a solid conversation going, it's way easier.
0: Yeah. And you find your, your flow, especially if you, like you said, when you have someone kind of like guiding the <laughs> conversation, like a podcast.
1: Oh yeah. Wait. All right.
0: So masculine energy, feminine energy. What is it? Like, I think some people kind of associate it with gender or with sex and it doesn't really have anything to do with that. Typically, men are living more in the masculine and typically women are living more in the feminine, but there can be absolute huge crossovers and it's not connected necessarily to that at all. So feminine energy is more so about being, whereas masculine energy is more about the the doing, right? The masculine energy likes structure and rules and logic. And it's more about being like, purpose-driven, powerful, focused, those types of things. And I'm pretty much describing myself right there. <laughs> Whereas the feminine energy is more being able to kind of see the possibilities and look through that structure, kind of see, feel the invisible things, the intuitive, the intuition, mm-hmm. typically more nurturing and more trusting and more about connection, I think. Do you have anything to, to add, Britt?
1: Yeah, and I just feel like we... You know, we all embody both of them in some way, but obviously, we all generally have that dominant or, you know, core energy. Ideally, this is going to be the energy that we are going to operate from. It's, I want to say, I know you like you're definitely masculine, more masculine energy for sure. I'm like, I'm really like, I want to say 50 50. It's really hard, but I want to say that I am I lean towards more feminine energy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know. I just feel like I'm like I in the masculine part, like I like the strong, I like the controlled, focused, you know, powerful, like purpose-driven. I love a freaking challenge. I love a competition. But like at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm open. I'm I'm radiant. I'm highly highly emotionally driven. I love seeking and I love giving love. I'm a multitasker. So it's really hard to say. I guess it really depends on like the situation itself, but I do lean way more towards feminine for sure.
0: Interesting. Because actually now, as you are saying those things, I completely agree with you. But before I was thinking, I'm like, I I feel like Brittany has a good kind of balance of both. But I was like, I think she is a little more in the masculine. But now that you're saying that, I feel like you're totally right. Because I think like you have that... Empathetic nature and like a lot of that compassion. Whereas for me, (laughs) I feel like that's more like inherent in who you are to your core. Whereas for me, I think I'm getting better at that, but like that's not something that comes natural to me. Like compassion and empathy are not things that come naturally. Like I have to really work to feel those things. So yeah, I think I honestly feel like you have a pretty strong balance.
1: I know mine's like really 50, 50, obviously everyone like leans more towards, but it's like really hard. I think it would really depend on like the situation for myself, like what I'm, I'm put in <laughs> and for both too, like, you know, there's like the traits, but there's also like for masculine feminine, there's inti- intimacy killers as well. So for mine and like feeling this one really resonates with me too. The more feminine energy intimacy killer is feeling unseen And just feeling, you know, a little bit misunderstood where masculine, their intimacy killers are, you know, being criticized, controlled or being shut out. So in that sense, I'm definitely more feminine in that side as well. Yeah, absolutely. I feel, what did you say for the masculine one? It's, it's so it's being criticized, controlled or being shut out.
0: Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Because I feel like I personally kind of embodied both of those when it comes to the intimacy killers. Yeah. It's interesting too, because if you think about them almost like on a spectrum, we could fall into different energies at different times, depending on kind of like what's going on and as well as what relationship we're in. Right. Because typically when you have like two people living more in the masculine, they're going to clash a little bit more and same thing with the, the feminine. So it's, it's really funny because Brendan, he's going to listen to this episode for sure. And I literally joke all the time. And I say, like, I joke, I'm like, you're so in your feminine energy right now. And he like hates it. But it's, funny, it's a compliment.
1: Been, yeah. And as we've been talking, I, <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing about Ben too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It is, but it is a compliment,
0: 100%. And I think that like him like showing that side of himself has like kind of allowed me to be comfortable like to me. And it's not that he's like overly emotional or girly, like in any way, shape or form, but like he is very nurturing and he is very loving. And I've never really been with someone like that before him. So him kind of like displaying that allows me to feel safe because i think another thing for the people who live more in the masculine energy it's like we're always trying to protect ourselves before yes. we get hurt kind of thing whereas i kind of feel like i can let my guard down and be more in my flow and again i, I still struggle with feminine energy sometimes but a lot less than i used to and having someone there to kind of like balance you out mm-hmm. to me has made a really big difference
1: no i totally agree and the same thing with like ben as. Is- like grounded me in that sense as well, because he is like, he does have a lot of like the feminine energy traits and I totally appreciate them like a hundred percent. Like he's big on like, he wants trust. He loves connection. Mm -hmm. You know, a big thing with Ben too. And I really appreciate this is he makes small things big. So Mm -hmm. things like, like just stupid shit, like my birthday, or like silly stuff, like you know, the day we moved into the house, or day we did this, or like just like little small things that I do, or small things like to celebrate. He makes them like big things, which I really enjoy because that's something in my personality and what I seek for, like almost like a not a, like a reassurance thing, but it's just like a really nice appreciation when someone is doing that. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: And I think that we can also use this information and this awareness about ourselves to help us on, I guess, our fitness journey, right? Because there's going, it's important to be able to tap into both of those things. Because something we've been talking a lot about with our clients lately is kind of like knowing when to push forward, knowing when to hold ourselves accountable, knowing when to implement structure, and then also knowing when to pull back knowing when to rest, when to fill up your cup and just how to kind of like align yourself because it's it's so important throughout your journey that you are aligned. And like, I hate it when people say like, oh my God, you should never cut a certain food out of your diet. And you should never go that hard in the gym because at some points in people's lives, that is going to serve them and where they're going. But there's also going to be those times where you want to have a super balanced diet and you really want to enjoy yourself. And neither one of those things are wrong, but it comes down to knowing how and when to tap into those different energies.
1: And definitely, and I find too, like kind of on the same topic of that, but I feel like in the world that like the modern world, I guess, or like the world we live in right now, I feel like women have been taught to become try, you know, become more masculine and have way more masculine energy for success and survival. Because when you do look at the traits of masculine, I feel like the first thing you think of is like, yes, success and like hardworking and blah, blah, blah. But you know, this doesn't serve anybody because it's potentially going to be conflicting with their actual core energy. So try not to be like, I guess what I'm trying to say is Try not to be swayed one way or the other, or you have to be more masculine or more feminine to be successful.
0: Oh, for sure. There's like some great, I can't think of any, but I know like there's some great examples of very successful people who are like, who portray like a ton of feminine energy because that is a super, super powerful energy if you can tap into yeah. it effectively. Yeah. Um, and same with masculine energy, and it doesn't matter what gender you are or yeah. which one you're exhibiting, right? Uh, And I think as well, when it comes to that in relation to like nutrition and fitness, like for our clients, for example, we, I anyways, as a coach, and I feel like you do this too, I really feel out like a client's personality and who they are. Because again, you can create this amazing structured fitness program. That's like calculated to the T of exactly how things should be progressively overloaded and exactly how much of a deficit they should be in at this amount of body fat to hit this number at this certain date. But if that person isn't like a in their masculine energy and they're not super structured and they like to go with the flow, that program is not going to align with who they are. And it's not as simple as just like talking to that person and being like, oh, you're masculine, you're feminine. Here you go. (laughs) It's like really digging, diving into like, who is this client? Who is this person that I'm forming this connection with and what's going on in their life? And how can I serve them as a coach to make sure that what we're working towards makes sense for them? Because like, for example, Brittany, it's funny because a lot of your clients, I feel like are more in the feminine. And I feel like a lot of mine (laughs) are more in the masculine. (laughs) I do agree with that. Yeah. Which Which is so
1: funny. (laughs) That's hilarious. But yeah, no, it's the first thing that you said. That is, and it's I, it's I feel like it's like the more that I've been doing this, but because I wasn't in the beginning, but the more now, like the first things that I like when we're going through an application or even like those first few conversations that you have with a client, that is the shit that I'm looking for because that's how you're. You know, you're not. We don't give our clients cookie cutter frigging programs. We don't give everybody the same frigging program, the same nutrition, the same here you go, whatever, whatever. It is so important to make sure you're dialing in. Everybody is so different. All clients are so frigging different. So it's so important to go through and make sure that like we know who we're dealing with, whether, you know, it is the more masculine energy, the more feminine energy, because that's how you're going to base your progress and your success on.
0: Absolutely, and and of course, it it even comes down to more than just are you more in the masculine, are you more in the feminine? But I think that one of the biggest things that is overlooked in the coaching industry is like the client's personality, right? Not yeah. everyone is the same. In fact, everyone same. is so freaking different. And I yeah. think that a lot of coaches, and I understand, but like a lot of coaches don't take the time to really get to know who they're working with. Whereas obviously we. That's like for me, like that's a huge goal of something that I try to do is really like understand our clients, yes. and of course, that's not that the client has a responsibility there as well to be open and to communicate with us. And of course, usually, some people are more better are better at doing that
1: than <laughs> others. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I think that's so important because I've I've actually been getting a lot of questions on social media lately, like how do I calculate my caloric deficit or how can I gain weight? How can I eat? better whatever and it's just not black and white there's there's so much that goes into it or like what's the best macro calculation out there and there isn't one it has to align with who you are it has to we have to take into consideration like your lifestyle your preferences your dieting history like that is a huge one for me is like what does your eating history look like up until this point? Have you struggled with an eating disorder? Have you struggled with binge eating or under eating or overeating or yo-yo dieting? Or have you actually had a pretty good diet up until this point? Because if someone's ideal maintenance calories are 2,500, well, that's great. But if they've been eating 800 calories every day, there's no fucking way they're going to hit a 2,500 calorie day. Right?
1: Well, that's why it's so important that we, that we go, we take our clients, like, so seriously, like we spend the time and get to know them. We spend the time and going through everything with them, even before they even are physically our freaking clients and like having those conversations with them, because like, that is all so important. And like you said, and like, I just feel like a lot of, you know, trainers and online coaches out there, like they, they, they don't take the time to do that, but like, that is the most important Part of your fitness journey and having a coach is having a coach that, you know, really gives a shit.
0: (laughs) I agree because coaching, in my opinion, is never going to be out of style, I guess you could say. I know there's like all this artificial intelligence coming in and there's apps and there's automations and there's intelligent formulas and algorithms that can do things for you, but there's nothing quite like having that human connection because. There's so much information out there in the world right now. If someone wanted to search up how to lose weight or how to build muscle, like you can do that. That information is there for you. Oh, yeah. That's not what people need help with. People need someone who hears them, who yes. listens to them, who challenges them and helps hold them accountable. Right?
1: Oh, yeah. It's funny that you bring that up. Cause Sometimes like, I'm just curious. So like, I'll go, you know, it was like a fitness, like influencers that have like, thousands and millions and millions of like freaking followers and all that shit. and they have all these like programs or download my app and like this and that, blah blah blah. So like I'm always super curious. like I want to see how how people do things. So like I'll download it just to see like what is like all of this? like what why is this so freaking popular? So I'll go I'll check it out and it it is <laughs> nothing even close. To what we do with our clients, it's literally land, like plug in your age, your weight, your height, you know what your goals are. That's that, and then they give you like a bunch of programs you can pick from, which everybody and their brother is doing the exact same thing. So you could be doing the same program as Joe Blow down the street, right, and have completely different goals. And they charge you an arm and a friggin' leg, mm-hmm. and it's just because like it's the popular thing. These people have. Tons of followers, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you get into this this program that's not even, yeah, sure, maybe you'll benefit from it for like a month or two, but is it going to be for long term? And is it going to change your life? Probably not.
0: Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I think a couple other things that just sparked into my brain as you were saying that is I think it's critical, obviously, like to have a coaching dynamic. And coaches and mentors, or whatever you want to call them on your team who do embody different perspectives and do embody different energies because of course you have myself. and the majority of coaching calls that I'm on with our clients and live streams, I'm like in my masculine energy. and I'm like giving people the tough love, and I'm calling people out and I'm doing that whole <laughs> masculine thing. And then we have people like Jackie and even people like Samantha, who like are definitely feminine energy, like one hundred percent. sure. <laughs> and but again, you need that balance right oh, yeah. and then you also need to be like that strong leader but also compassionate and be able to lean into that feminine energy when when needed and i feel like Brittany, you do a really good job of of doing both honestly
1: yeah i think that's why like i i am that 50 50 like i feel like when i need to do the you know tough love like whatever i do it i give it but i also i am I, like I said, I think I am definitely more feminine energy now that we've been talking about this, but I do both when I need it. And like, I bring out, you know, either, or when I need it, but I'm definitely, I'm an empath at heart. hundred percent. I have been since I was a little kid. I'm always making sure everyone is okay. Everyone's fine. You know, talk to me, tell me your problems. Like, let me hear it. Like, let's go. And where in some instances, we need to, we need to do that with our clients, not all the time, but definitely it needs to be there for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think
0: too, when it comes to, and I know we're talking a lot about masculine and feminine, but even with like designing programs, most clients who are more in the feminine energy do better with a lot of variety and with yes. more flexible dieting and having lots of options and like lots of different recipes they can try out because that is really in tune with that creative flow, right? Whereas yeah. the clients who are, Leaning more to the masculine side, they like that structure. They like, okay, Christina, tell me exactly what to eat, when to eat it. Like, I'm doing this and I'll just do these workouts. Like, I'm not going to get bored of them. Like, I'll do these exact same exercises. I'm going to progressive overload. Whereas, alternatively, some people like to change it up more. They like that variety. And that, if that's what you like and that's what you are going to adhere to and feel good doing, like that's what your program should exhibit.
1: And I think a good analogy for that, too. Like, as we're talking about this, if you think of that, scenario you just gave. And you think of the feminine energy as being water. So like free flowing, unrestricted, you know, in the sense of their workouts and in the sense of their nutrition. And then you think of the masculine as like, is is going to be that cup. So the cup that is going to protect it and support it. So they want that structure and they want it to be like, this is how it is kind of deal. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. And I think that the, another interesting perspective from The coaching aspect from what you've said there is of course clients and people and coaches and everyone are going to encounter struggles, they're going to encounter obstacles. Like that's part of our job is helping our clients when they're struggling. That's like a huge freaking part. (laughs) But what what I find anyways is if you're more in that feminine energy, those clients are usually quicker to reach out for help because they kind of they thrive (laughs) with that connection. Yeah. Whereas Alternatively, the more masculine side would be when that client is struggling, they pull back and they don't ask for help. So as as the coach, knowing kind of who to reach out to and who to kind of wait for them to reach out to you almost Mm -hmm. is another really, really important concept.
1: It's kind of like my live I talked about in our Facebook group last night, like the turning your mistakes into failures. And like one of the things is like not reaching out for help like when you need it. I find a lot of people are afraid to ask for help when they need it because it makes them feel, you know, weak and it makes them feel, you know, less as a person, especially men. You know, like they yes. it's not manly. It's not manly to ask for help. <laughs> so now I've gotten way better at this. Like if I need help with something, I'm gonna it takes me a little bit, but like I know when it's time, when before I would just go till like I was literally a stress ball but you're gonna you have to learn from your mistakes and you have to learn from other people and you're gonna have to ask help and that's how we grow as individuals and that's how we become successful
0: yeah absolutely of course because no one knows everything and if you're good at something (laughs) you probably don't know a lot about other things because you spent all your time getting good at that one thing Exactly. So, the most powerful thing is to have people, when I say on your team, I don't literally mean on your team, but have people on your side, people who can help you, people who have strengths that are different than yours, Mm -hmm. because it's very challenging to grow without good people around you. Yeah. It's possible, but it's definitely more challenging when you don't (laughs) have a support system. Oh, definitely. I think, too, with the masculine and the feminine, Like it's important to have, I guess, strategies to tap into one more than the other and being able to kind of realize when you need to do that, Mm -hmm. right? So like not being afraid to open up, not being afraid to show gratitude, to show appreciation for others and really just allow yourself to be and kind of like, feel what's going on? Like, am I more in my feminine? Am I more in my masculine? And what do I need right now?
1: Just like really just take off that mask. If you're able to drop any mask you might have and step into your own core energy, this is going to allow you for a way more authentic connection between you, you know, your partner, friends, family, your tasks, your fitness journey, and it'll all work out and show up all by itself. You just have to be, you know, be a little vulnerable and just take off that mask. Mm -hmm.
0: I was actually, I was going to ask you, do you (laughs) feel right now being pregnant? Do you feel more in your feminine energy?
1: I do a (laughs) hundred percent.
0: It's because that's like like usually motherhood and that, what is the word? Maternal instinct is very much associated with the feminine. And obviously you're pretty much in the prime of what it could be right now.
1: (laughs) I've noticed that actually really in the, and this is kind of going to go along with like, you know, confidence, but I was actually terrified to go away and like be in a bathing suit. And I know it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but as my body's been changing, it's like a huge, huge, like slap in the face. Like, Oh my God, like this is happening. And it's changing like very quickly. Like I was just saying to my mom, I woke up this morning. I feel like I popped, (laughs) like I'm showing a hundred percent now. And last week while I was away, like I've been at home, I've been wearing yoga pants, hoodies, like, you know, you can't really tell, like I've been covering up pretty good, but like I'm away. And like, I actually bought like one piece bathing suits. I bought like cover ups and shit like that. And like Ben looked at me, he's like, Britt, like, what are you doing? (laughs) I was like, man, I'm just feeling like, I'm just not feeling like confident. He's like, no, you need to tap into like, you are a beautiful and, you know, like just You're a confident person, just embody that and just fuck it. Just rock those freaking bikinis, rock what you normally would wear. It's not a huge deal. He's like, I promise you, you will feel a hundred percent better and you'll feel way more like yourself if you put that bikini on instead of that one piece on. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really glad that he did that and he, he could like kind of slap me out of it because I was just gonna cover myself up the whole trip. But as soon as I put that bikini on and I was like, you know what, fuck it. Like Mm-hmm. I am, you know, I'm a woman. This is what it's supposed to happen. This is what my body's supposed to be doing right now. Like, it's doing what it needs to be doing. I need to just freaking embrace it, take it in. This is not a forever thing. This is not what my body's going to look like forever. And it's doing some pretty cool shit right now. So I just embrace it and I said, fuck it.
0: I love that. Shout out to Ben. you, yeah, you got to listen to this one because
1: <laughs> I know. because really I, I put the one piece on <laughs> one of the days and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like i just, I whatever. He's like, no, no. He's like, take that off. He's like, put those bottoms on, put that freaking top on. You are not wearing that. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. He's like, I don't even, he's like, that is not even you at all. Like not even close. He's like, do you even feel like yourself? I was like, no. He's like, okay, there you go.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was going to say too, like you just went on vacation, obviously to Mexico. And I find when I'm relaxed, I'm definitely more able to tap into like the feminine flowy side of myself. (laughs) So if you're someone who I guess is more living in like that, that masculine energy, it's really important and it doesn't, it actually can. This is a big realization that has helped me. Like it's part of life and part of progress to be able to relax and to not have to function at 100% capacity every single day because we're human and like even though i feel like i'm invincible sometimes i can't function at 100% capacity every single day of my life 24/7. No. So in order for me to still exhibit those like strong masculine qualities that i do value i have to be able to tap into the more creative side, the more flowy side, the more relaxed side so that i can continue to serve at a high level.
1: And it's funny that you said that because I, it actually took me probably two days to finally get to that point while I was away. I had a hard, hard time shutting my brain off just between work, life, future, what the hell's going on? Like when we get home, like I just, I had a really hard time kind of turning that off until I just got to a point. I was like, Brittany, you're on vacation. Just chill the hell out. This is, it's like a week. Like literally, this is what this is for. Like your life is changing very drastically very shortly. So take this time, take advantage of it. And just, I ended ended up working. I just had to sit down with myself and be like, Brittany, like, what are you doing? And then I just, I felt more free. I felt more flowing. You know, I felt like more like myself. I love that.
0: I love that. So before we end this one off, I guess let's kind of discuss a couple simple ways that you can kind of, I guess, tap into more of the masculine side versus more of the more of the the feminine side. So I guess we'll just alternate. So for For myself, I think if you are someone who is like wanting to be stronger in who you are and like more confident and show up with more authority in your own life and more control, being in the masculine, I think working on your. Confidence and communication is going to be huge because we build confidence essentially through hard work through keeping promises to ourselves. So like when you say you're going to do something, try not to let that feminine flow of like, oh, well, I'll just do it later. No big deal. I'll just go with the flow. Come in and hold yourself account. And that also goes with communication. If you have something to say, I feel like in the feminine, it's a lot easier to just let it slide and just be like, oh, I'll address it later or I'll let it go or I'll hold it against this person and not say anything. But it's Mm -hmm. so important that you communicate authentically what you're feeling and be open to like have those conversations with the people in your life.
1: And like to kind of carry on with that too, like being like having the more like a little bit more masculine energy and really tapping into that is like really being purpose driven. So what is your purpose and what the hell are you doing? Like write down your purposes, write down what you want, like your goals, what you want, when you want to accomplish them, because being purpose driven and getting that shit done and knowing what you want is an extremely like high masculine trait for sure. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. And being like a a problem solver too. I find like, instead of just, you know, if there's like an issue or anything going on, be like, oh, well, like I'll ask, you know, so-and-so to do it or I'll ask like this or I'll, I'll," you know, in panic, just sit down and really be like, okay, like how can I solve this issue? Like on my own, if you need to ask for help, obviously, but if it's something like, see if you can, you know, be that problem solver right off the hop. I love that super, super good advice.
0: And one thing I'm going to add too, that I think is really important in general is work on your ability to focus because that's a thing that we're kind of losing in today's society because everything is so quick and our attention span is so short. So practice being able to focus on tasks, like limit distractions, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's a good one too.
0: Now, when it comes to tapping into the feminine more... Brittany, you go first for this one.
1: So, well, I find like tapping into are you feminine and is just really so having connection. So, having connections with literally absolutely anything that can be a family, friends, relationship, connection with your work, connection with your fitness journey. Having that connection with somebody and something is absolutely huge. And that is a big thing with a feminine energy as well. And with that is like connection and really tapping into your emotions. How are you feeling right now? How is this going to make you feel? Um, and just being almost like vulnerable with your emotions. I find masculine energy type people are afraid to hide show their emotions a little bit and they they want to come off as like this strong wall. But unfortunately, sometimes we can't always be like that. So Having your emotions out in the open, sharing when you need to share, talking to people, having that connection with people, and just really focusing on that is going to be huge.
0: I totally agree. And I think that's probably the most important one because for myself, like the emotional aspect is definitely the most challenging. And I think for most people who struggle with tapping into the feminine, it probably stems from that emotional area. And for me, and I know I've said this on the podcast before, and I know I've said it to our clients before, but I literally have it like right in front of me on my bulletin board because I need to remind myself of it daily. And it is that vulnerability is a sign of strength. Yes, I totally agree. That's awesome. And then as well, I think being creative, and that doesn't mean, oh, go draw a picture. Because like, let's be honest, like I'm never gonna (laughs) fucking sit down and draw a picture. Like it's not something I'm gonna do. (laughs) But (laughs) being creative in your own way. So like for me, creativity is like creating content and writing and speaking. Even for me, it's very much speaking. So Mm -hmm. being able to tap into that creative side of yourself, I think is really key to get into your own flow and your own tuition almost and just be authentic to who you are.
1: No, I agree. The creative is a really, really good one. I find people are afraid to, you know, show their creative side. And like you said, it literally—it's not like coloring or like drawing a picture. Literally, it can be anything. It could be your content. It could be like interior design, rearranging your freaking living room. Like if you want to do that, do that. Like a hundred percent. Just really tap into that because that is a—that's a really good one.
0: Yeah, it could even be like building a table or building a house yeah. or working on a sure. fucking engine. Like I'm sure Ben is great.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, fix <laughs> a car. Yeah, honestly, like it it takes like it, extreme brain power to be creative and like starting new like hobbies and getting into that like it it pushes us out of our comfort zone for sure. Yeah,
0: like I'm never going to cook and I'm never going to sew. <laughs> I should never say never, but like I have zero you interest in doing those things, but On the other hand, like my creativity is more like I would do photography or those types of things, but yes, (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. funny. Anyways, I think that about wraps it up. If you guys tune into this episode, let us know, like which one of the energies do you lean more towards?
1: Yes, I want to hear it. Let us know. And
0: if you got value, definitely take a screenshot, share it your Instagram story, give us a tag, at burgess at Nyfina. Let us know if you got value, if this one hit home for you, and we will see you guys in the next episode.
1: See ya!
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Beyond the Body. If you're getting value from the podcast, please don't forget to follow, rate, and review. It really goes a long way. And if you're ready to take your mind and body to the next level and you want to work closely with me and my team, head over to my Instagram page at naifina. And tap the link in my bio to fill in a coaching application to see if Cut and Conquer can help you transform your life.